0: Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. 5 Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia.
1: Thank you, Seth. What are we talking about today?
0: So we we filmed a lesson recently for kids, and we're talking about how to rule your life, how to uh, take control, how to have dominion uh, in your life. And we've been teaching kids this series on how to rule your relationships. But the question I posed in this lesson was, what do you do when someone important Abandons you. Like you want to rule your relationships, you want to have good relationships, you understand the power of relationships, the importance of them. But what do you do when the person that you need is not there? That you know, everybody, just about every kid we work with, they, they, they've had someone um, in their life abandon them. But in this lesson, we really focused on those key people, like their caregivers, their parents the people that they really need the most because so many of our kids have had someone walk out of them or they've had someone uh, get sick or, or tragically die but they're but they're, they're no longer in their life um, or, or because of addiction or something else they're, they're there but they're not there emotionally for them
1: that's what i was going to ask is it the same like the person is like still in their life but it, they cannot provide like what the kid needs.
0: Yeah, correct. And so, you know, this this conversation, this is where I tell kids that are that are a part of that program, it's so easy for kids who have never had that happen to check out, to tune out because it doesn't apply to them. But the reality is is every single one of them is sitting in class next to or walking the hallways or is close friends for the most part most of us have a close friend. Whether we realize it or not, they're going through that right now. That's what they live in. But, you know, it's not like you want to walk around with this this woe is me face. Uh, so a lot of times we don't even realize what they're going through.
1: It goes back to, you know, everybody has a story. You just have to start asking and, and be aware.
0: Yeah. So so being aware. And, and, and so we break down this lesson, the two forms of abandonment. First is physical abandonment. When, again, someone, you know, maybe maybe parents separate. Um, I talk to a lot of kids whose parents are separated or their parents are never married. And so kids often feel they don't always verbalize this to parents but to us, they'll say, I, yeah, I feel abandoned by the parent I don't live with. You know, I don't feel like I have that, that same connection. Um, there, there are so many kids who are in, uh, in that category. The Annie E. Casey Foundation uh, says that nearly one out of every three kids live in single-parent homes. Mm-hmm. Wow. One in every three. Right? Right. So that's a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, I was born into a single-parent home, right? So my, but when my mom married my adoptive father, um, you know, that that changed things for me. Um, but I remember there's a certain point in my life when he adopted me. I remember getting to an age as a teenager when you start to realize like, okay, it, you just ask the what if questions. You're like, I remember I was like Cedar Point, and I remember seeing like a couple times I saw a black uh, son with his black father, and it wasn't like I felt abandoned because I had a great dad. But but it sparks your it sparks your thoughts. Just think, huh? I want to be like to have a black dad, you know. And, and and there's so many kids that that's often their reality if they don't have an adoptive father, they don't have a stepdad, if they don't have anybody. That those are the thoughts that they're thinking when they see other kids with their dad or with their mom or with whoever. Those are the things that start to come up. And, and, and how do you deal with that?
1: And I mean, how do you? And, and it's okay to have those, those thoughts. I mean, I think it's almost probably helpful in your journey. Yeah,
0: there's nothing wrong with the, thought, mm-hmm. the thoughts. Um, a, a girl that I met um, last spring in one of our partner schools, incredible girl. Um, and, and she she shared a part of her story. This is in front of a class. She just said, she was talking about our curriculum. I was getting feedback on the impact our curriculum is having. And, and I said, hey, what, what, what do you wish I would talk about that I haven't covered? And she said, I, my, my dad's locked up. He's incarcerated. And when he was sent off, um, my mom became overwhelmed with raising us. And n- now because she's working a couple jobs, I now am a primary caretaker for my younger siblings. So I don't feel just that I've been abandoned by my dad. I feel like I've been robbed of my childhood. I mean, those are, wow. I mean, try to answer that question mm-hmm. on the spot. Um, and so I wanted to give a lesson to talk to kids who have been abandoned, whether it's through death, through incarceration, through through whatever, because there's so many kids who who are walking that path right now. And it's so good for us adults who are busy, busy, busy. And we always just say, oh, kids are resilient. They'll be okay. Well, just look at the statistics. Look at our world. They're not going to be okay unless somebody teaches them how to be okay. They can be okay. Mm-hmm. But how are they going to get there? Are they going to take, you know, 20 steps in 30 years to be okay? Are they never going to make it? Or can they apply some principles that's going to teach them how to ground themselves and not stick their head in the sand and ignore the issues and just hope it gets better, but give them some practical things. And that's what we do.
1: Seth, I wasn't a part of the um, lesson, but is, do we teach them all the same or is it different? Like a death is completely different than, you know, a parent being incarcerated.
0: Yeah. I mean, lo- loss, uh, we, we did a whole lesson on loss and how to deal with loss. That's one thing. And so we kind of talked about uh, that from one angle. I mean, physically losing someone who who is no longer with you. But abandonment, can it can include loss, but can also mean that the person just, like they're physically alive, but they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're dealing with a rejection, you're dealing with all those things. And what happens is that can leave a hole in your heart. And, and, and let's talk about the second form of abandonment, just the emotional abandonment where you're living in the same house with the person, but because the person is either mentally ill, they're on drugs, or they're just plain selfish, you feel emotionally abandoned. Like, there's no connection. And, and so, you think about that. A third of kids grow up in, with, with one parent. And then how many other kids are growing up where the parents... Again, this is from the perspective of a kid. The parent may not even realize I'm emotionally checked out and my kid needs me. They're, often parents are clueless to this. This is why we're talking about it on the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Gosh, especially during the pandemic, I would think that a lot of this has come to the surface, but this has been a part of parenting and childhood, you know, forever. Yeah.
0: And I just saw some data about that. Uh, the pandemic actually was really good for families a majority, like as a whole, it was really good for families because what we were forced to be together. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of trauma that was caused in that as well. Right. But there was a lot of good that was caused uh, too. So this is, um, this is tough. If, 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 and even for adults, you think back and you're talking about abandonment for kids, like think back, you understand the emotional damage it can do, can leave that hole, that wound. and, the thing that I wanted to make clear in this lesson to kids is if you're experiencing any form of abandonment, number one, you're not alone. It's, it's unfortunately almost commonplace. There's more kids that are dealing with abandonment than aren't dealing with abandonment. And, uh, number two, your destiny is not determined by who abandoned you. Your, your destiny is determined by who you decide to be today. And in life's most challenging circumstances and situations, you can choose one of two mindsets. You can choose to have a victim mindset, or you can choose a, a victor mindset. And, and, and that, really, that really will determine how well you're able to process abandonment.
1: That's good. And, and that applies to not only like this situation, I mean, in life, if you can choose to be, not be a victim.
0: That's a universal concept yeah. that works, but just about every situation, mm-hmm. <laughs> are you going to be, a, you going to get underneath of it and mm-hmm. be buried by it? Are you stuck? Are you the victim? The, the problem with victimhood is it, when you take that on, there is nothing you can, it's hopeless. I am stuck here. This was done to me. And what happens is, and we got to go to a break here. So I'm going, to, I'm going to pause right there and we'll come back with more. Go to 5starlife.org and learn more, donate, get involved, share this with the school.
1: Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at 5starlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch.
0: Welcome back to The 5 Star Life Show. Coach Seth here, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia. And... And Coach Brandon. Yes. Yeah, you left me out in the first segment. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Talk about abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> left you behind. Now, Brandon, are you going to have a victim mindset about that or a victor mindset? What, you are, know, what are you thinking?
2: I, I just refuse to be offended oh, in those
0: circumstances. Man. That's 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 a good answer right there. It is. Um, so so we, I, I, in the previous segment, I just talked about, we're talking about abandonment and the thing we wanted to make crystal clear to kids was number one, if you've been abandoned in some way, physically or emotionally, um, you're not alone. And number two, your destiny is not determined by who abandoned you yesterday. Your destiny is determined by who you choose to be today. And ultimately, when it comes down to life's most challenging situations, you have one of two choices. You can take on a victim mindset or a victor mindset. And a victim mindset is an absolute magnet. It is, it is magnetic. It attracts fear. It attracts anxiety. That's what a victim mindset does, which, then they cloud your sense of reality. See, when you have that fear and you have that anxiety, you can't see clearly. you can't see the forest through the trees. You, you just you are just stuck. So when a key person in your life emotionally or physically abandons you, uh, you then think it's because y- there's something wrong with you or y- y- you think you did something wrong, right? Y- and so you're this place of insecurity. But the truth is when someone, as a kid, when somebody abandons you, it's because they have a problem, period. Like when they physically abandon, unless they're sick or ill or something like that, it, it, it is there's a problem. It's the, it's their problem, and ultimately a victor mindset is clear. It can it can see reality, and th- there was definitely an age when I, I mentioned in the first segment that I become came aware like okay, the, there's not a black father in my life. There's a white father who's amazing but because i had a victor mindset i realized and this was intuitive for me because of the victor mindset my parents helped plant in me i realized that it was crystal clear that having a person in my life that didn't want to be in my life would it, 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 like it do way more damage than than that person actually leaving me does that make sense mm
1: mm-hmm. it- You know, and I, I don't know if I should say this or not, but it's, I've never, I I know that your uh, biological father obviously is not in your life, but it's like, I never have ever seen you as abandoned because you have never chosen to be a victim. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yes, you, you have been through that, but you have always, you don't dwell on it. And it's,
0: well, and it's, and some people would say, well, that's not healthy or not you're not in touch with reality, but you do talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, and here, here it is: the, the victim mindset. <clears throat> it's, it's convinced that because they were abandoned, it were convinced because I was abandoned, um, I am at an disadvantage in life. Or, you know, I can't do what I could have done. I'll never get the love I needed. That's a victim mindset. A victor mindset, choose to believe that anyone that was supposed to be in your life, like they were supposed to be in your life. They were supposed to play a major role. That's the way it was supposed to work. But they chose not to or for some reason couldn't, can be replaced. That's a victor mindset. And, and that was my mindset. I got to great that you, you know, when the thought comes up, like, man, what, what would it be like to have like that? Like, that interesting. You think about it for a second, you are like, man, I have a great dad, and and I am so glad I don't have a dad that was didn't want to be in my life that I was trying to hold on to. Mm-hmm. That'd be endless disappointment. Which I see our five slave kids struggling with. Which is why we teach the lesson. Mm-hmm. Literally, just this week, I've had multiple conversations with kids and parents and step parents about this very thing. A stepdad in our SNAP program. This guy has been, I talked to um, his, again, they're not blood, but his son's daughter, mm-hmm. and they, they call him stepdad. They're both teenagers. And I said, how, how, long, is your, how long has uh, you know, he been in your life? And I said, I was little. How little? Really little. B- but yet, they're having clashes because she still is hanging on to this idea that her, her, her dad is who she really needs to be with. And this guy is showing up to everything engaged. Is he perfect? No. Is any parent perfect? No. But these are the principles that are so important because I just said, listen, don't spend your teenage years missing out on the people that are here for you right now because you're thinking somebody else is really supposed to be playing that role. But that's what a victim mindset does. It misses... All the love <clears throat> and and the re, the people that are replacing those that are not in your life, so you miss out on what is provided. What I believe by God mm-hmm. to be a replacement.
1: And, and you said it earlier that you you know you're clouded, you can't see clearly, and you almost live like in this fantasy land. This person's not my life, but I bet if they were in my life, my life would be incredible, and they would provide all the things that you know are the holes in my heart and
0: yeah which which that in turn that victim mindset you you begin to fantasize right you're so delusional you start to fantasize about what it would be like in this perfect life and then what that does is that skews how you look at the people that are actually raising you and trying to love you you then see and become critical of it could be because you're comparing this fantasy land with their reality and nobody can compete with that My kids, my kids, they cannot compete with their fantasy of what the perfect parent would be. They can't compete. I'm not perfect. Brandon, you're the perfect parent. (laughs) 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 And the fact that I'm not one? Yeah, you have no kids. So you... you, (laughs) And before I didn't have kids, I was a perfect parent too. I was like, I got this. That's the other parents be like, what are they doing? Their kids are something. They, they, I got all the answers. And then you have kids. It all, it all changes.
2: I'm always <laughs> hesitant to be like, I'm not a parent, so <laughs> I can't really give you advice on this situation. <laughs> You're smarter than I was. <laughs> because I I look at some situations like, I I don't know if I would handle it better or worse. And it's usually never better. Mm-hmm. It, it's And it's every parent's situation is unique as well. So yeah, I don't ever think that I'm going to be a better parent than anyone else.
0: Yeah. Yep. Have have, let's pause here for a second. Um, have either of you experienced some kind of abandonment?
2: I check off multiple boxes. I'm a child of divorce. My parents divorced when I was probably two years old, around two years old. Um, so I grew up most of my life, um, with, I lived with my dad, and then my mom lived in town, so I would spend every other weekend with my mom um so that was one box I checked off where um my parents were of different economic statuses. My dad had most of the money, and that's kind of why I lived with my dad and so growing up as I got older i it was more apparent those those differences um and Like when I started playing sports, my dad was covering the fees for my sports. My dad was at all my games. Um, Not because my mom didn't try. It was just he had the the availability to do it. Um, And then my mom also passed away when I was uh, 21. So I've gone through major life moments without my mom in my life as well. So kind of check off multiple boxes Mm -hmm. there of – and then i've had a stepmom for uh call it since i was in middle school and mm-hmm. that was with um, my mom and my dad being divorced and then also my mom passing away there's always been this battle of uh, my my stepmom's amazing she does so much for me but there was, growing up as a teenager there was always this moment of you're not my mom and like and then for a little bit when my mom passed away it was not replacing my mom as well. So there was that, that tug and pull of, of that as well.
0: Did you feel, was it because you were a teenager or is it because you felt a little guilty?
2: I think it was a little bit of both. I know there was, there was a story one time, uh, I had a basketball game at, um, it was a summer basketball game at ICE and my stepmom and my dad were there and my mom was there, but my mom was like off kind of to the side and my stepmom ran, Ran into someone that she knew from work or wherever, and the person asked my stepmom why she was here, and she was like, "Oh, our our son is is playing in this game," and my mom got offended because she didn't introduce my mom as my mom, or, and so I I remember getting kind of pulled into that. Like, my mom told me about it. the only reason I know the story is because my mom told me the story, and I kind of got pulled into that, and that's kind of always stuck with me for a while. Um, So it's kind of that, yeah, that guilt of I don't want to like disappoint my mom or make my mom feel like she's not my mom.
0: Right. That's heavy. And that's what a lot of our kids are going through. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back with more after this.
3: Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot o-r-g.
0: Welcome back. Coach Seth here joined with Coach Mia and Coach Brandon. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. We're having an incredible conversation, Um, kind of heavy because we're talking about abandonment and teaching kids how to handle life's most difficult situations. When you think about hard life circumstances, there's not many that are more difficult than when you lose someone, uh, when or when someone walks out of your life. And uh, Brandon was just sharing um, that he checked a couple boxes. He his parents separated, so th- that happened. But then when he was um, 21, uh, lost you know his his uh, mother, and dealing with just the some of the guilt of uh, man, I have this uh, stepmom who has been in my life, you know, since middle school, who loves me and is great, but you almost feel guilty like I really like her and she's really nice and she's like a mom, but is it okay to let her replace that relationship? So it can be really complicating for for kids. And this is why we talk about this because if I could have if I would have known you then, Brandon, I would have said, "Brandon, it's okay. Like it's 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 okay to let this relationship be what it is. It's actually it's actually a blessing from God, to give you what you need, but but so many kids feel so conflicted and they don't know what to do with it. So then then sometimes not saying, you you didn't do this, right. but but often kids sabotage. A parent I was talking to this week, mm-hmm. they, the kids sabotage the relationship because they feel guilty, because the biological father that's not in their life, well the two times a year that they are, they're like they're not you. <laughs> And they're talking down to the person, you know, I I really am the one. I'm your father. I'm your real. And and it's just amazing how those few words will put so much confusion in kids.
2: Well, and the hard part, too, is that teachers that don't really, this is a conversation a teacher isn't really going to have with you. A A few might, but just because of the boundaries and not really even knowing those situations. Sure. Teachers aren't having these conversations with kids on their own, at least. No. If they had the video curriculum, they they will now they will. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. But um, just on their own as is probably not.
0: Yeah. And and there's so much you think about some of those simple things you can learn that just give kids peace. Like, uh, uh, okay, I, I, I am not forever like my, my destiny is not determined by who abandoned me by my loss. it's That's not it. My destiny, my future is determined by who I choose to be today. So I'm going to embrace today. Uh, Mia, how about you? you I, I know we talked in between about you losing your father. What was that process like and how did you, and do you remember it's been a little bit?
1: It has been a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, I don't even know if I did process it at the time, but like Brandon said, you know, he missed big uh things in my life my wedding and you know I I miss him more probably now Um, and I don't know that I feel that abandoned but it's just I feel cheated because I know he would love my husband I know he would love the things that we do he'd love my grandkids that that type of thing Um, so and I another part too in that is like the whole I'm a step parent um, and I can remember when who's the coach for the Houston Astros baseball I get Lovey Smith. I'm not a baseball guy. Dusty, Dusty something. Um, We did a charity thing and it was his wife. We were outside and um, she said, do you have children? And I said, no, I have four stepchildren. She's like, don't say that. She's like, you have children. And she like got in my face, like in a nice way. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, like, but then I realized what she was saying. It's like, you're almost labeling them and don't do that to them. You know, it's like they are your children. And, and you know, and I believe that whether mm-hmm. and they have their mom who's amazing and, you know, she fills a role and I get to fill a role. So I think this it could be healing at like in our app when parents get a hold of this lesson, yes. like step parents and, you know, parents that have stepped in and stepped
0: mm-hmm.
1: up in kids lives.
0: Well, it takes a lot. Of, and Brandon talked about this. I mean, it takes a lot of maturity as adults to navigate those those. Um, those complex relationships when there's divorce or separation or whatever. And, you know, if, if adults can be adults and can recognize what their kids need and can recognize like, okay, for whatever reason, we don't have this nuclear family, right? The stereotypical nuclear family. Can, can, Can we allow relationships to form that are healthy without being jealous without being selfish, without being insecure. And, and, and when adults can do that, it's so good for kids. Kids end up feeling so loved by everybody. They get an, you know in your case, they get another mother mm-hmm. you know And it's cool because guess what? I mean, no parent. <laughs> I mean two parents. Are you kidding me? That's why I have you know mentors and coaches and people in my kids' lives because I can't do it all. I'm not it um it's it's easier said than done to think that way about your own kids uh when it's you know another mom or dad involved, so I get that I think it's hard to set that pride aside of if
2: i'm the real if i'm the the biological parent and there's now a step parent involved it's kind of hard to i imagine to set that pride aside of letting them fulfill what might be your role and it doesn't have to be this tug and pull, but i think there's it's hard to just give that up.
0: Yeah, and I think it's the exact same thing for adults as for as it is for kids. You can have a victim mindset or a victor mindset. If I choose a victim mindset, I am going to think, you know, we're separate. My spouse is separated. This is not working out. So I am now I am now the victim as the adult, which I think is probably why we get into a lot of those mind games and manipul- manipulation mm-hmm. with our kids. Because what when victim mindset sets in, it kicks off what fear and anxiety. Now I am going to be afraid. What if I lose? my voice in their life? What if they like them more than they like me? It's fear. It's anxiety. And it drives it drives out into the public eye for our kids and, and the other side of the family to see the worst side of us, right? But when you choose a victor mindset, it brings clarity. And, and the reality is n- nobody can ever drown out your voice, your influence, except for you true?
1: Oh yeah. And I think just being consistent in it too. I've seen the fruit of that is just, you know what, whether it was received or not, but just being consistent and whatever I felt like, you know, at the time I should be doing
0: and not competing. So with our SNAP leadership program, um, the families we work with, these are kids that have made some mistakes in life, not not huge mistakes to get them locked up but mistakes that they're they're now working with you know probation officers and they're they're assigned to do this five this five star life snap leadership program it's 6 weeks long the cool thing is it's the kids and and a parent which is it's just it's an amazing program and a, a lot of single parents and we had that very discussion this week and that that was one of their frustrations like man it's the other side of the relationship. And, you know, I, I was just able to say, listen, <clears throat> one thing I want to encourage you with, just take this as encouragement and receive this because they were talking about this very thing. They're, they're worried about the influence of the side and, and often kind of just blaming the other side. And there's probably blame there, right? And it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. So rather than have a complaint session, I said, listen, time, truth and fruit never lie they never lie so your kids if you are what you said Mia if you're consistent if you love them if you support them if you're there for them you're not going to be perfect because nobody is but if you're consistently going moving in this direction time truth and fruit never last so if your kids don't get it now and they're wooed by the other side, by whatever they're saying, whatever they're doing and however their kids are masters at manipulation. So, they're playing both sides and they're telling you one thing to push your buttons and they see you get riled up. Eventually, if the other side is really trying to manipulate and force something and it's hurting you now, don't worry. Time, truth and fruit never lie. Kids will find the truth. They'll they will mature and they'll see through the smoke screen, through the manipulation and you will have the relationship based on the seeds you plant today.
2: Kids are smart, kids figure it out. I think part of it is, is eventually you're gonna figure out who, who's for you or who's not for you. And I think over time, as you mature, it, it all will just kind of fall into place. It's hard, but it, I think it falls into place.
0: So true. All right. So we got to take another, another break. We're gonna come back and and close this out and and the, the things that we're giving the practical things kids can do, uh, we'll, we'll hit this next, which I think it's gonna help for adults too.
2: Five Star Life offers year round programs for kids at our 350 acre training facility that we call summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids.
0: To wrap up this show, uh, we want to want to give some practical steps that that kids, uh, adults can take. And again, if you just tuned in, we're talking about um, what do you do when you've been uh, abandoned by someone key in your life? You're either going to become a victim, um, or, or you're going to be a, a victor. That's there's one of two mindsets. And um, I, I remember. Um, as a kid, I chose this victor mindset, um, I, and it was interesting because I had a biological father that that was I've never met, right? And then adoptive father stepped in, and I was able to embrace that. It was great. It was, it was no problem. It was wonderful. And and then my freshman year of high school, um, my adoptive father was he went through some personal things, and then he he was he went through some personal challenges where he was now no longer emotionally available or physically available. He, he moved out and my mom separated for a time. And it was so weird because uh, you're just like, what in the world? So, so I went through it at a different, at a different mm-hmm. level when I was in high school. And because of this Victor mindset, I, it was weird but I could see clearly. I'm like, this relationship is changing. He he can no longer the choices he's making, the state of mind he's in. He can no longer offer what I need right now in this stage of my life. And there was this this businessman in my church that worked with the teenagers in the youth group, the volunteer, and he he knew what was going on in our in our in our in our family's life. And he just said one day, he said, "Hey Seth, um, if you ever need somebody to talk to, just let me know." That's all he said. And I I latched onto that. I just latched onto that. I said, I do. And LJ, uh, he, he became, uh, Lyle Gosher became a, 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 a father to me in that phase of my life. He didn't replace my father totally, he didn't do, he, totally different personality, uh, totally different relationship. And I mean, we'd maybe talk a couple times a week. But the conversations that we had helping me through that phase of my life were exactly what I needed. But but if I would have had a victim mindset, I would have been like, dude, you're not my dad. Don't try to be my dad. My dad's messed up right now, and I'm suffering for this. Let me suffer. And you know, I'm angry. That's who you see. That's the choice that we have. And so that that's that's how we laid out for kids. Like you have to make a choice. Because because God will not allow you to miss your destiny. He will always provide a substitute if you can receive it. If you can it. But when you're a victim, you can't receive it.
2: I think it's easy to take that victim mindset to just because it's almost attention seeking. It's like I'm going to get more attention if I if I can talk about my situation where my my dad's not there for me or um, my parents just split up. That that's uh, that gives you that attention from it's negative attention, but it, it's more attention seeking than I'm going to be a victor about it, and I'm just going to kind of be more positive about. It. Like, I think it's easy to kind of seek that attention that comes with being abandoned and having all these hardships as well.
1: Gosh, and it's—I mean, I remember you know in the groups. I mean, it's so short-lived though. Because after, like, a couple of times that you're the victim and you're going to say the same thing, you know, everybody's like, okay, we heard you. Here we go again. Move on. Yeah. True.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is It is so true. And so, you know, when you have this, this victor mindset, it brings such clarity. How can a 15-year-old have the clarity to see, like, that person's different now? And you really probably don't want to be around them that much. I just knew that. So instead of just like hurt and pain and, and, and taking on this victimhood, I really was just like, man, this is painful. This is so weird. I feel like I was in the twilight zone. But I could see clearly that that's what when you have a, a victor mindset, there's a clarity. You're able to think like critically about people and see, like I, again, with both with both dads at, at in their moments. They're, they're both amazing people. But I, I knew at the stages they were in, they they weren't going to be amazing in my life at that point. at that point. Now, do do we have a relationship? Has there been a reconciliation all this stuff now? Yes, absolutely. But some of those things, they can forever change your relationships, right? They, they can forever change your relationships. And so I'm just thankful that I have been able to learn that lesson and receive, because now I have new mentors in my life. You know, I have people that, have have taken on. And I think the myth is that one person is the end-all be-all in your life. And if something happens to that person, you are stuck.
1: 100%. I, we have always encouraged our girls to seek, you know, other people. You know, there, it's just you can't provide everything. You're not an expert in every area. So why wouldn't you want your child to be with people that are?
2: 100%. Well, and I think there's people that can just provide Different things for you,
1: right?
2: Yeah, at different points in your life, Mm -hmm. and and maybe it's not your whole life, but Mm -hmm. for those parts of your life, they they're what you need in that moment in your life, and I think that's huge. Mm
0: -hmm. That is huge. It's so the the choice is victim mindset, clarity, not being buried and overwhelmed in that spot, not being stuck, but then being able to receive. And look for the the, the people that again, it may not happen the next day, but there are people that want to, to to help. I mean, it's amazing how how we talk about the bad parts of the world, but there are so many people that are just like, man, they want to be there for that kid that lost a loved one, mm-hmm. or the or, or the or the single, you know, the, the, you know, the, the girl who doesn't have a mom, or the boy that doesn't have a dad. Like, there's so many people that are wanting, like, man, I wish I could help. And again, this is why a little plug here. This is where five-star life comes in. We're launching after school programs and all kinds of summer programs. We're looking for an army of people that you, that's exactly what your heart is. That's what you, that's what you want to do. You want to be a part of something like that. Well, we're going to have this spring after school programs at summit. And we're looking for an army of people that will walk with these kids for about six weeks at a time. And just for a a, a cup, you know, a few hours a week, to build those relationships, to be again, not to replace a mom or dad, but to come alongside and, and be that coach in their life. I would not be who I am or where I am if I didn't have these great coaches and and mentors. I would have been stuck in self-pity, and um, that's like a blanket, and there's probably some listening right now where maybe maybe you've been listening you're like, this is kind of ouchy because that's kind of me. Um, I have been prone to get stuck in self-pity, which it's one of the mo- we don't talk about that a whole lot, but it's probably one of the most destructive attitudes we can take on. It's like a blanket. When you are stuck in self-pity, your outlook on life is so bleak. It is so negative that there's no creativity, there's no hope, there's no vision, there's no motivation. That's how you slip you slip into depression pretty quickly.
1: But if you're there, it's not too late.
0: No. No, it's like a blanket. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be wearing that thing, but you can take it off.
2: I was just thinking as you're talking, I know this this isn't about mentors or anything, but like I was a poster child to not end up where I am today to to ever be a teacher, to be where I am today, I, sh- I would have taken a completely different path if it wasn't for good coaches and good mentors that guided me a completely different direction than I was going. I was in a state my freshman year of high school where I would have I would have failed and probably eventually dropped out if, if I would have kept going down the path I was on. So to see me, not, like I'm not here if I don't have great teachers and mentors that I could have latched on to
0: hmm I love it. So I I, I want to just wrap up with this. Um, you know, fifteen years old, I, I made a choice to have a Victor mindset, and I did not want to be stuck in self-pity. And boom, across my path comes Lyle Gasho. And Game changer for my life. Thirty years later, I still am talking to to Gasho. That that now now you have a special relationship with somebody who, every time we see each other, it's it's so special. Why? Because he wants to be in my life. Absolutely, he wanted to be in my life. So th- this is powerful. I know we're out of time, but I want to ex- encourage you that if you've ever experienced any form of abandonment, you're not alone, and. Who abandoned you, when they abandoned you, does not determine your future. Who you decide to be today, a victim or a victor, determines your future. Thanks for tuning in.
3: At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.